Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third party, Transformers. On this episode, King Toys shows off its third party Maxi and Mini G1 Predacon figures, Super 7 has Beast Wars Action Masters, and a dead prowl gets new life as a Studio Series 86 toy. Today is Wednesday, June 14th, 2023, and this is episode 542 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that doesn't know what a void rival is, but will know it intimately by the end of the week. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Apollo, a.k.a. Robo Apollo. Hi, everyone. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello there. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. We really appreciate uh, all you guys contributing and helping us out. It helps keep the show going, helps us pay all those hosting fees, and let us keep making this podcast and uh, deliver it to everyone out there. So thank you so much for that support. We hope you're enjoying all the perks that come from being a Donatron, including watching the watching us record the show live when we do it on Sundays before it goes out to everyone, getting uh, entered into all our contests automatically, uh, also getting all that bonus content and even merchandise at the higher levels. So lots of lots of good stuff. So speaking of merchandise, we've got our bonus show or not merchandise, bonus <laughs> not merchandise. That's not merchandise. Not speaking yet, but of we bonus- talked about shirts. Sure. speaking of bonus content we've got our bonus show we like big bots that's on our patreon page we've got 10 episodes with daryl and dr pants talking all about big bots we had a dr pants sighting last week he was on the show the whole week so we hope uh daryl and dr pants will be getting back to those big bots very soon so new episodes should hopefully be coming I don't know if you were watching Daryl, but he said he's still been accumulating big bots. (laughs) I met up with Dr. Pants on Friday. I I stopped in to see him. And uh, I mean, his house is still underwater. So, but uh, he can record, (laughs) he can record outside. (laughs) He just has to bring his, his computer to the shore. Just on higher uh, ground. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, he said he's ready. He's ready to start recording. Uh, I just have to, you know, figure out a day. And uh, but he's he's given me some uh, some ideas on on which ones he wants to try and do because he's he he's got a couple uh, a couple new figures. So uh, yeah, we're gonna start doing this, this stuff soon. Uh, you know, we'll find him a piece of driftwood to to hang on to, and then we'll <laughs> record some uh, we'll record some new shows. Why Why didn't you do an in person big bots right there when you were there? I was driving home. I wanted to get home. <laughs> I just wanted oh. to go home, man. I wanted to go home. Your family was fine without you. <laughs> they were. <laughs> but I wanted to get back to Canada. Yeah. I missed my country, man. Yeah. You spent too much time in the U.S. You had to get That's out. That's right. 
We don't have good health care here. You had to get right. I was I was risking my life every yes. second. Yes. All right. Well, let, look forward to new Big Bots episodes coming very soon. I know. I know. I've been saying that for a few months now, but really, <laughs> this time it's coming soon. <laughs> Okay, of course, we've also got bonus episodes of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. This week, we have the bonus uncut version of episode 103. It's Smurf, but for time. I don't understand what that, ti- what that title means. Uh, we'll have to ask Mike about that. Uh, it's a but yeah. reference. No, <laughs> it's not a portal <laughs> reference. That was perfect, Daryl. That was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll we'll uh, we'll look forward to uh, hearing from Mike about that. But yeah, if you are listening to Empire of Rust, you can listen to episode one hundred and three now. Right now, it should be in your podcast feed. Uh, the re- the regular version of episode one hundred and three will be out next Monday. So if you are not a donatron, you'll just have to wait a little bit longer. But if you want to get all the behind the scenes stuff that gets that you know gets cut out of the main episode, you can listen to it now. Uh, also, we have a new transmissions extra. Uh, so my, again, our uh, our Empire of Rust uh, game master Mike put this together. He went through the Transformers RPG from Rene- Renegade Studios and sat down with his friend Brandon, who actually does voices on Empire of Rust. To go through and work out a the character creation methods on the Transformers RPG. So this is the official RPG. So you know the Empire of Rust is based on Mike's own homebrewed uh, RPG uh, formula based on Starfinder, but this is now the new official Transformers RPG playbe- playbook. So they are uh, going through that and and getting into that and seeing uh, seeing what they can do with that. Is that does that mean we'll be transitioning that in Empire of Rust? Uh, I think probably not, but maybe there'll be some new games that we'll be doing based on the Transformers RPG. But take a listen. Uh, I think you'll uh, enjoy what... To, if you're into the tabletop RPGs, I think uh, you'll enjoy listening to this and, and hearing about the Transformers RPG. And that is also out right now, so you should already have access to it. It's available in the Transmissions podcast feed. And that's audio only. Yes, that's audio only. There is a, there it is it will be put up on YouTube, but it will just be audio, so you know, with a static image. So you can still listen to it on YouTube, but it's audio only. All right. Uh next wanna remind you again, we've got our Rise of the Beast spoiler reactions live stream coming next Monday. That'll be live on YouTube. Uh you can look at our YouTube channel to see uh you know where where to go. We'll have links to it. In our on our website and uh, on our notes pages for our podcast, so and we'll we'll also put it on social media as well. So, if you are interested in sharing your thoughts on Rise of the Beast, hope you got a chance to see it. Just uh, join us next Monday, June nineteenth at nine p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can come watch us talk about it. We'll have so we're going to have some guests on. We've got some guests lined up. We also want to hear from all our listeners uh, and uh, you know what they thought of Rise of the Beast. Our Masterpiece Donatrons are also joining us, so uh, it'll be cool to have them uh, join us for the podcast. And uh, it's going to be a fun time, so check it out. 
That'll be this Monday, this coming Monday. So uh, got a chance. You got another uh, weekend to see the movie. So go out, see Rise of the Beasts, maybe see it again, uh, and get your thoughts ready. Can I be on that? Yes. <laughs> yes, Daryl. You you are okay. invited. <laughs> That's good. Because I have um, opinions. Yeah, I mean, well, we're 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 doing a transmissions review in alt mode this week too, yeah, so you're invited yeah, to that all too. All your opinions Daryl. are woo. <laughs> okay, I don't have to remember my opinions for uh, another week and a bit. No, just just for an, another hour or so. You can make yeah. new opinions. <laughs> your opinion could totally change. It could. This house could movie. fall down on my head. <laughs> <laughs> or you see the movie again, you go, oh, I have more thoughts. <laughs> it's true. Uh, also, uh, before we uh, get into the toy talk, uh, remind, remind, just want to remind you, we've got our Toy Hacks code for June that gives you 15% off all your orders at toyhacks.com. The code is rewind. So remember that code for June is rewind. That will get you 15% off everything at toyhacks.com so enjoy uh we also do our toy hacks ten dollar gift code giveaway at the end of the month so uh if you want to enter that contest you can become a donatron you're automatically entered if you're a donatron or you can send an email to contest at transmissionspodcast.com and just tell us you want to enter for this month and send us a picture of a transformers toy you'd like to get some stickers for and that's all it takes Okay, let's jump into the toy talk with some quick hits. All right, and the first one we've got is Kang Toys. And we are doing their CY Mini 05 Thor Mini. And we've got a color prototype of that. Um, so... Uh, Kang Toys, uh, they produced a very large masterpiece scaled Predaking, and this one, um, this one's the same figure, only it's in legend scale. So they have miniaturized it, and this is the, uh, the, the torso of it. So Predaking, uh, in, by Kang Toys is going to contain a gorilla. Uh, why not? Um, so I, from what I understood, the, the 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 hips for their Predaking needed to be a bit more chonky and you know powerful, and so they gave a, an entire new character to their to the team, and they gave uh, they made a gorilla part of the the Predaking team, and this is the uh, this is that character we've talked about them before because obviously this is the second version of the same character, but this is their um, their their or mini. So this is the the, the gorilla. Um, Nemesis Primal. Uh-huh. Perhaps, perhaps. And it is in uh, it is in color prototype. Uh, the next one we're going to look at is the um, CY Mini 04 King Mini, and this is only in gray prototype. And this is their um, uh, this is their Razor Claw. So the the torso section. And again, same as uh, same as the the Gorilla Thor mini, uh, it's uh, it's just a miniaturized version of the of the larger the larger one, and uh, it looks really good. Um, 
you know, legend scale. They've got to cut back on a couple things here because obviously the the masterpiece one, uh, masterpiece scaled one, is a lot more uh, detailed and articulated. So this one's a little bit more, uh, you know, smaller and and has less uh, jointage. But uh, again, he will be able to uh, combine and join on the top of the uh, that that gorilla to to produce a full a full torso and uh, and whatnot. And then going into the last one we have here, we have <clears throat> C1 Mini 01. So this is Firo or Furio Mini, and it's also in gray prototype. And this is their um, their version of, uh, I can't remember the name of this one. I can never remember the name of the, the this arm. Oh, Rampage. There you go. So, and again, just like the last two, uh, another legend scale version of this uh, this this larger one. Um, the Masterpiece Scaled one is done. It is available. If you uh, were getting the Kang Toys version of it, you uh, um, you should be able to buy all of them if they're not already sold out everywhere. I think they are. Um, but this uh, miniature Legend Scale one is coming out now and uh, is much more, well, would be affordable. Um, and it is uh, um, probably a lot less... Uh, um, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely a lot less uh, uh, size to for your for your uh, display cases and stuff. So, uh, if you're a fan of uh, legend scale stuff, uh, this might be something you want uh, instead of that large masterpiece one. Okay, well, thanks, Daryl, for talking about the King Toys um, Predacons. So I'm talking about more Legend Scales figures, this time New Age stuff. So we've got some images here of Backdraft, which is the Legend Scales figure here. And they are, um, this is a G1 Toy Deco inspired version of Backdraft. Um, and it's H46. Um, we, and we're going to go through the photos here. There's also, um, an alternate version of this character. It's H47EX. It's, I'm going to hopefully pronounce this right. Daedalus 01. Or no, that's the, the image number. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Daedalus. So, um, this is like an orangish yellow type character. Um, they both feature tampos and a new retooled face. So um, I think these look really nice. So these are, we have lots of photos of those. And yeah, Backdraft is a, is a representation of G1 Inferno. And then Daedalus is a G1 Grapple, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're correct on that. Thanks for adding that, Charles. So, but these are really nice looking. Like, and, um, you know, these legend sized figures do take up significantly less space than, you know, larger scaled figures. So, if you're trying to like build out a whole fleet of characters, especially like the G1 cast, this might be a good option for you to buy these two. So, um, yeah. And so then the um, other one that we have to talk about is the new age h47p sling bit blade which is another legend scaled figure but it's a g1 style bulkhead so which is really cool so we're looking at pictures of him in his robot mode and then also in his um, truck mode 
Um, looks like there's a, quite a bit of posability with this figure, which is really cool with the hands and just different accessories. And um, like he's got his hands on his uh, hips in this one photo. So um, yeah, this is another figure, like especially if you're a fan of animated or um, Transformers Prime, this would be a good figure to pick up for your collection. I feel like this is more of an G1 styled animated bulkhead with the way the things come over the back of his head and the spatial expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. So like, you know, um, you know, especially if you're looking for like, um, you know, G1 style versions of characters, like this would be a good option too. you know, for characters that didn't exist in the G1 um, canon. So I can't believe they named it Sling Blade. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unique name. Very unique. <laughs> just call it Bulkhead. We just call him Bulkhead, right? I almost call the Kaiser Blade. I call it Sling Blade. Yeah. <laughs> 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 French fried potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next up, uh, I guess we're sticking with the the size, but this is non-transforming. <laughs> These are the Super 7 Beast Wars reaction figures. We have official images. And this is, uh, in the Super 7 style, you have Optimus Primal, Megatron, Cheetor, uh, uh, Dinobot, and Black Arachnia. And, I mean, these look really good. I, I feel like they look a little bit better than the normal Super 7 figures just because they have to be a little bit bigger because of like like black black Ragnia has her spider legs and um i don't know some of some of the characters just are a little bit bigger um it looks like cheetor has his gun uh dinobot has his sword um and let's see megatron has his um well he his weapon is integrated but uh and then optimus primal has his swords so I think these are really good representations of the characters um, in the Super 7 style. So if you've been collecting those, I think these are, are something to keep your eye out for. I think they would be a lot of fun. All right. Well, uh, from Takara over in Japan, we just got the announcement that they're doing their next two-pack. Uh, so this is their in their Beast Wars Versus sets. So uh, this this two pack is going to be Rat Trap and Pterosaur. So these are the Kingdom figures with new decos to make them look more accurate to the original Beast Wars show from the nineties. Uh, so this is the Legends or, or yeah Legends or Core class Rat Trap from Kingdom or from yeah from Kingdom, and then uh, the Pterosaur that was the uh, the Kingdom Generation Selects version. So. Uh, I mean, there's, these are older figures. I mean, these are previously released figures. So, uh, you know, if, if you haven't found them and, and want more accurate decos of these figures, if you're a Beast Wars fan, you can check them out. Of course, you'd have to import them from Takara, although I think maybe you can get them from Hasbro Pulse. So, uh, like, Hasbro Pulse will allow you to, to order them from them. I'm not sure about that, but keep a lookout uh, and, you know, take a look. And if you're a Beast Wars fan, check them out. All right, and then the repaint that we all saw coming 
is we get our first look at Legacy Evolution leader Prime Dreadwing. And Dreadwing is a really awesome character. Um, is Dreadwing the one that died or is the Skyquake the one that died? I can never remember which is the uh, one. Sky, Skyquake died. Well, Skyquake died, right. So... Yeah, well, they, so they both they, they both, both died, died eventually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna add. I'm like, <laughs> right. uh, they both which one wasn't one in the show was very long? Skyquake. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Skyquake and Dreadwing are they're they're they share a mold, um, and Dreadwing got to stay in the show a little longer. Um, but uh, anyway, this is the the one that uh, um, we all saw coming because obviously they made Skyquake and Dreadwing are the same mold. So uh, I think this one looks great. Um, it's, uh, I don't know whether I'm going to get it, but it looks, uh, it looks really awesome. And, uh, I'm just really into it. It's a really awesome jet mold. Uh, and the, the, I love the, uh, underslung kind of Gatling gun he has. It just looks great. So if you're into the prime, uh, characters getting legacy updates, uh, this is definitely one that you may want to pick up. Dreadwing was voiced by Tony Todd. <laughs> All right, so we've got some exciting news. We, um, thanks to Praxis and Omni Convoy, we have our first look at Generations Legacy Evolution Toxitron um, Collection Deluxe Class G2 Universe Dead End. Um, we're looking at a photo of him now, um, and he's holding out his arm with one hand, and just like his other arm is just at his side. Um, he's a re dead end is a repaint of his G1 legacy figure, which was released last year. Um, there's no pre-order notifications or information yet, but it's rumored to be included with other generations, legacy evolution, Toxitron collection, deluxe class G2 universe figures, such as jazz mirage and sides, sideswipe. Um, Jazz is a confirmed release date of July 21st. So hopefully we'll find out more about Dead End soon. Um, and we also really, showed a picture of his um, his alt mode too. Yeah, they really need to work on the the name. It, it, yes, it's been getting pretty pretty long. Why yeah, Why is it the Toxitron Collection? That's weird. That's because of the, the colors. Know. I mean, just the yeah. G2 colors. Yeah. Yeah. Just call it G two collection. <laughs> I know they don't need to give it this like really long mouthful. Then, then they, they can't need. include a Toxitron. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Why not? It's a G two collection, and you put a Toxitron in there. <laughs> <laughs> Toxitron is not important enough to get a whole line named after. Him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Sorry for my rant there. Um, we've got uh, now we've got first leaked uh, images of the Legacy Bombshell. So this completes the Insecticon run in the Legacy toy line. We've already had Shrapnel. We've already had Kickback. Now we've got a Bombshell coming up. Um, looks pretty good. He's uh, This is, I guess, a deluxe size figure. I think all the Insecticons were deluxe in the Legacy line. Um, looks like he comes with some blast effects and is uh, right in scale with his other Insecticon buddies. 
You, we've also got some images in here that compare this bombshell with the previous Legends scaled bombshell that came out. I think in the uh, was it in that in the Prime Wars trilogy line? I don't remember um, when those came out, but we we did have those three. We had all three Insecticons released as Legends class figures back then. Uh, so these are these ones are a little bit bigger, uh, but they look uh, look pretty good. So. If you are into the Insecticons, you can check them out. I wonder if we will... I mean, we've, we've got one deluxe Insecticon in Ransack that was a, a repaint of Kickback or a re, like a retool of Kickback. I wonder if we'll get the other deluxe Insecticons at some point. But uh, yeah, there's Bombshell. All right. And one more leaked picture that we have is... Um, and this is from an eBay auction is the Buzzworthy Bumblebee Studio Series 86 Dying Prowl figure. And this is um, remold off of the Earthrise Prowl. And we have pictures here of robot mode and uh, vehicle mode. And basically it's Earthrise Prowl with some battle damage. Um, basically just kind of the front part of his uh, car mode or his chest is damaged a little bit. And I don't know what to think about this and we're going to kind of get into this a little bit more, but it's, it's a good looking figure, but you know, Braun they just announced officially doesn't have any damage. Um, Ironhide didn't have any damage. So is probably going to be the only Autobot from the shuttle that died instantly to actually have damage here. Uh, I, mean, I suspect it's because we did just get the earth rise prowl. So there is kind of a, clean version but it, it just seems like for studio series it's kind of i don't know not if, if you're a studio series collector you're gonna have this one figure that kind of stands out from all the rest in that it has battle damage um yeah you know, what do you guys think about that and this figure in general it it does feel a little weird now to place also like i mean i know it's hard to see uh, like in the the, the the how far away the image is, but his face is like he's got the the expression from the '86 movie where he's like you know in distress right before he dies. So yeah, with the mouth open, like uh, mm -hmm. uh you know the the smoke's just about to come out of his mouth there. Um, I mean, I I'm I I I think it's it makes it at least interesting as a figure to 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 pick up as like hey you know you want a you want a representation of your childhood trauma here it is um but uh yeah it's it's a little bit weird i i i'm a fan of having clean figures that don't like like you know if you if you want to buy it and then customize it to make it look however you want that's great but like the original figure keep it clean keep it nice so that it's a like a, a good representation of the character and not like in kind of a weird in-between state i mean because yeah. apparently this is he's not dead he's dying so yeah, I mean, but especially for the studio series line i mean if you yeah. want to do a different line having you know a different mold i think that's better but uh dj ronan yeah. says here that earthrise prowl came in an amazon tooth two-pack with ironhide so maybe this is how they can get that mold out to a wider audience, but they have to modify it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Apollo, do you have thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I do. Um, 
I just think it's pretty interesting because, you know, we first came out with the dead Optimus Prime figure, you know, from the 86 movie. And now we're having this kind of dead, but not like right before dying prowl, like because his eyes aren't even orange like they were in the movie, you know, when he was dying. It's like he's got this like, oh, like, you know, like look on his face, you know, so um i don't know i kind of feel like they should have gone all in with it like they did with that prime figure if they were gonna do something like that um i think they should still should re-release the um two-pack because that was really hard for people to get and some Mm -hmm. people didn't get that because of you know production issue you know just with the pandemic going on um so i think this is hilarious like i might just buy it because he's like you know, got that a funny facial facial expression, but I wish they would have gone like all in if they were going to do this, go all in. Or this comes with, you know, maybe like a piece where he's fit. It's like a fixed. You could swap out like his chest, and it's like it looks like you can't do that though. Where it's yeah. like it looks normal, you know, and swap out the head with a normal head. But I don't think they're going to do that. So. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Uh, I think um, they they put out the Iron Hide by itself, and it was just Iron Hide. They should have done this, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Would would you go for this, or would you prefer the clean version? Well, um, I'm try. I had the original two pack, but I never opened it. I may still have it. I haven't opened anything in a long time. It's unfortunate, um, but. Uh, I the paint job on this is much more animation accurate. That's what they're going for. The blue mm-hmm. on it is is really light. And aside from the battle damage and all that stuff, I'm not really fond of that light blue. Um I, I it just it sticks out to me. The um the battle damage on its own, I get it. Um I think mean, we were talking before the before the show that uh you know does does this uh should this be you know a gray prowl because i mean if they're if they're dead i mean is it going to be gray should it uh should it have some kind of like uh blast effect or something like that to kind of show the the fire should it have um um the eyes i think the eyes should definitely be orange that's that's a given yeah the um um you know so but the the biggest question is is you know what kind of door does this open up for future figures right because they did come out with a uh, a studio series ironhide and he's fine we know that there's going to be a studio series ratchet right is that one going to be damaged at all maybe, should maybe, it be damaged maybe they did it like they it all the characters take place at the exact same time and Prowl went down first. Or was it Ratchet that went down first? Braun went down first. Oh. Well, then that there goes that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after Braun, it was Prowl. So, um, but then, you know, so if you're going to say, okay, well, they're going to do figures that were alive and then got killed. Okay, well, um, and then you had mentioned, well, everybody, every character who got some kind of screen time in the movie is fair game because that was what 
was uh was stated by you know the designers yeah i so, can't remember which one but they said it on a recent stream yeah so i mean we get a shot of 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 um of wind charger and wheeljack yeah, yeah. dead on the ground <laughs> that's screen time but they're dead so are we just gonna get you know hulking carcasses uh you know that are are just uh, mangled as a two-pack give me some I'd super seven style <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd fully buy that for sure mm-hmm. um you know and you get a shot of you know and in, in one of those battle scenes you get a shot of grapple you know climbing over the mound and running you know he's not in any other scene right but are you gonna we're gonna get a studio series grapple maybe like what 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 kind of door does this open right because you know i don't i don't know because i'll buy some of this stuff and and no but i don't know whether it's like is this studio series worthy because it's it's literally just a, a legacy character repainted and thrown into a studio series box right yeah i mean so, dj ronan makes a good point here in the chat that the Earthrise uh, ironhide was a different mold um so oh, it was the, yeah the studio series ironhide did get a whole new mold so yeah. mm-hmm. it's kind of sad that prowl is getting the shaft here mm-hmm. well he did in the movie too yeah. <laughs> yeah he died in the movie <laughs> But they all did. That's the point. They I all know. died. <laughs> Ironhide and Ratchet both died. Braun died. Braun gets a brand new spiffy figure, and you know his shoulders not missing in the figure. Yeah. Oh. Someone doesn't like Prowl. It sounds like <laughs> how, how? I mean, this is not the place to discuss it. But how the hell did Braun die from that? Like, yeah, come on. I call BS. I think he's still alive. <laughs> he faked it. He faked his own death. Yeah. Lots of lots of fanfic writers agree with you, Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's this is fine. I can see why they're doing it. It's a mold that's easily accessible right now, and that's kind of what they're doing. They're kind of just repainting the hell out of things. But um, mm-hmm. I think that if they're going to do this kind of thing, then it they got to go. They got to go all out. You yeah. know, they got to really go, go hard on it. And this kind of thing shouldn't be mainline. It shouldn't be like, it should be in the selects line. Yeah. There should be a selects line of all dead characters. <laughs> right. Do one of those stupid ass four packs or whatever. Yeah. Right. That, you know, make it harder, harder to, for people to buy because <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to buy the save on paint. Thing. They can, can just be all gray. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dead, dead hero. The dead heroes four pack with Brawn, Prowl, Ironhide, or, and Ratchet. Or like, what, what did so they call dead. the um, like in that episode where they went to the and they saw the, you know, the dead. Is it the mausoleum or? Oh, um, what was that? The the one right before the return of Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, I forget what it's called. What the episode but was called? Whatever that. I mean, they can base it off of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. We're doing I think we're all missing. We're all missing the biggest one here. It could be called the Transformers Are All Dead Four Pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we still need Dead Star Scream and Ghost Star Scream. Even though well, I, don't, I mean, Dead Star Scream movie. just include a bunch of you know Dust. black shavings. Yeah, <laughs> Dust and a crushed crown. 
here's your dead here's your star screen yeah yeah and there's and there's a little crushed crown so. yeah yeah. Oh, also, b- before we wrap this up, Jeremy, you forgot to mention that you were right. You called this. You totally called this. Oh, I don't want to brag, but yeah, I was right. <laughs> uh, I, you know, when when they said they were going to do a brawn, and I was like, or I think, I think it was the Dead Prowler. I can't remember. One of them was rumored. I'm like, they got to do both of them. If they're going to do one, they got to do both. Yep. Yeah, and then we we know a ratchet is coming because they did the Ironhide already. So there's the mold mate. <laughs> All right, well, I think uh, that'll wrap up our toy talk, our quick hits, and now we're moving on. We're changing things up because we've got a transforming pop culture segment in the toy show. So let's go. And this week we had, uh, or last week, I should say, we had uh, Adam Savage's Tested. So he does cool uh, videos on different technologies, other things. He did the, uh, if you, you might remember the previous video he did on the Robeson Optimus Prime when that came out, which was a very cool video. Now. Uh, totally not paid advertising. No, I mean, this clear, this clear, that's clearly what it is. I mean, this is, but it's still cool. It's still cool. This is um, a completely 3D printed Optimus Primal head. Uh, this is uh, using the same model that uh, we mentioned. We mentioned in alt mode last week that Paramount has released uh, 3D uh, printing models for an Optimus Prime head and a stand, and also a smaller Optimus Primal figure. So you can actually download those uh, those models, and if you have a 3D printer at home, you can download those models and print them yourself. But uh, here they took I saw that-, that DJ Ronan did. Well, cool. And uh, but I bet he didn't have like a uh, a super industrial 3D printer that could make it completely out of metal. That apparently this weighs like 150 pounds. Wow! <laughs> so, and that's just the head, not including the stand. Yeah, mm. <laughs> the stand was another 60 pounds. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is um, this is this is a, a cool uh, little item of yes, this is this is definitely a paid advertisement for Rise of the Beasts. Uh, it's the 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 head is going. I think it's 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 touring around the country, uh, like similarly to the um, the giant statues that were also touring around. I don't think I don't know if they're going the same like in yeah. the same places or but. But I think it's technically but, owned by the company that did the three D printing because they were saying in the video normally this company is doing things like uh, pieces that go onto spacecraft that have to be you know, precision made and stuff. So if anything, this is a demonstration of what they can do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it'll end up somehow in a museum or with Paramount eventually, but uh, I think it's owned by the printing company right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they said it took, uh, it took five days to print this. So about a hundred hours. So, Wow. <laughs> wow. And at, at one point they do hit it with a sledgehammer and <laughs> not a dent or anything, but it made such a satisfying sound. I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So there you go. Take a look at that. Very cool. 
All right, uh, that'll do it uh, for Transformer Pop Culture, and now we will move on to Trips to the Store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. And Trips to the Store is powered by our friends at TeePublic, so you can get all our merchandise at our TeePublic store, which is at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. We've got lots of cool shirts there. Apollo sporting one of our transmission shirts. Yes, thank you, I Apollo. Am. You're welcome. Also, yeah, Jeremy as well. So uh, you're also you're also uh, you're all, you, you you're a founding member. So you you yeah. don't get any you don't need any thanks. We saw you over at uh, David K was sporting yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was cool. I saw that. Yeah. Be like David K and wear our transmissions gear. <laughs> yeah. Yes, wear the gear. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check, yeah, you can get all our merchandise at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. And you can buy anything from TeePublic through transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. So please uh, help out the show. Uh, our One of our listeners uh, li- listening live or watching live, Frenzy is Red, also Wolfwood on the Discord, just recently bought a bunch of shirts. We did see those come through, so thank you. We saw a bunch of those, uh, and we got credit for that, so we appreciate it. And thank hope you. you enjoy, yeah, hope you enjoy all that merchandise. All right, now let's get into the stuff we got this week. We're going to start it off with Jeremy. All right, uh, I was expecting to have something more than this, but shipping was delayed, so I'll have it next week. But uh, I did go to the early access uh, showings of Rise of the Beast and got the poster, which is upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, much like apparently a lot of the Spider-Verse posters that I was seeing online, that they were upside down. But uh, this is the Optimus Primal one. That's all that they had at my theater. Um, I think it looks really cool. And I did get some extras so we can use them as a giveaway at some point. And then I also have the patch that they have as well. I have extras of these too. So uh, really cool. I, I'm really happy that uh, they they had plenty. My, my theater was like 60% full. So that's why I, they had all these extra. So uh, I guess in the future, if something like that happens, just go and ask a manager. And, you know, maybe they're nice and they'll give them to you. So that's all I got this week. All right. Moving on to Daryl. Uh, I spent last week in the U.S. and uh, you'd think I wouldn't have anything to show for it because I was, uh, you know, not in, uh, around my home area. But I still managed to make it out to some stores. Found something that I haven't been able to find here. Uh, a G2 Megatron uh, in Legend Scale. So this is the uh, the Transformers Legacy uh g2 megatron it's just a repaint of the original one that they put out recently um but uh, i like me some g2 megatron so i picked it up um yeah so i got that and then while i was in new jersey i got a phone call from my uh GameStop saying hey you got a pre-order here for you can you come pick it up i said no i'm in new jersey <laughs> <laughs> so i said you're gonna have to hold it for a little bit longer than usual and they said oh that's no problem so uh, they did. And it is Legacy Dirge. And this is the uh this is the, the Voyager class uh seeker that uh 
was part of that two pack that no one in Canada got. So uh, I now have one half of that two pack and I cannot wait for Ramjet to become available to pre-order so that I can finish off my seekers finally. So yeah, so I'm real happy to have this guy uh, and, uh, and continue on the, uh, the collecting. So yeah, legacy dirge. That's all. <laughs> That's all for this week. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, Apollo, you're up next. All right. Well, um, so I saw Rise of the Beast three times, so I'll just drag <laughs> bag about that um, a little bit la- um, this last week. So I did go to the fan event Wednesday. So um, I got the patch. I also got the Optimus Primal poster. I got two of those, so I'm looking to give away the second one. Um, My movie theater did not have the Optimus Prime posters. I actually asked about that, and I've had some friends ask at, like, other movie theaters in the area. None of them got the Optimus Prime one, at least here in the Portland area, so it's really weird. Um, So... That's the first thing I'd like to show. Um, the, the second thing I'd like to show is I bought some prints from a Twitter artist, and I believe they're a um, they're also a storyboard artist on, I think, for, trans, for Transformers for Earthspark, um, Lillian. So I bought this. So it's um, a tribute. It's, that, it's like the My Chemical Romance cover, but mm-hmm. it's Megatron and Starscream. So this is one of the things I bought from Lillian on twitter so i thought this was really cool Mm -hmm. um i do wish it was cd size though so i could put it in the cd case (laughs) um, and swap it out so um but i still think this is really cool if it's album size you can put it in like an album uh frame yeah i actually do think it is um you know like album size for like um you know, um, records. I can't talk right now. So, um, so this was one of the things that you ordered, Jeremy, but you did not get. So I did get the popcorn bucket head for Optimus Prime. I did not get any popcorn in it though, because I did not want it to be uh, covered in butter and everything. So it's pretty cool. His head opens up. Um, you can see the electronics at the bottom. I have not lit it up yet with the built-in lights, but I did put in some other lights I had in it, and it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited about this. It's worth the $25, I believe, that it it, um, it costs. So I hope that if anyone's an Optimus fan, they're able to get a hold of these at a reasonable price because um, I checked eBay, and they are very expensive on there. So... Um, yeah. And then finally, so my friend DJ Ronan, um, I was not expecting this in the mail and <laughs> sent me a tiny star screen. And I know Aww. I already thanked you already, DJ, Aww. but thank you so much. This is really cool. I love him. So he's going to be added to the shrine. Um, I am going to work on rebuilding the shrine, but as you guys know, my apartment flooded um, and it's fixed now. So now I just need to buy new shelving and stuff. So thank you so much for this. I really love this. Thank you. And that is all I have for this week. Cool. All right. Okay. I'm lucky. I mean, I want to, I, I, my, I went to the showing for my theater on opening Mm -hmm. day 
and we didn't have nothing. Well, those there was were for the no, fan event on Wednesday. I mean, there's no posters. There's no patches. There's no buckets. There, are, oh, sorry, there is a bucket, but it's a tin bucket. Yeah, like that's nothing. There's nothing, nothing at all uh, in here in Canada. Like it wasn't even offered. You guys, be happy you got the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, we might be able to get you a poster and patch if you really want one. Yeah, I yeah. offered him. He said he didn't want them. I wanted a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did have them. At, um, so when I got mine, I got it um, when I saw Spider-Verse last week. They were selling it last week, and I don't know if they were oh, supposed that's early. to be. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it's it's just the, the brand of theaters, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they still have it, on, I can get buy one and bring it to TFCon. Which they are still in stock. So if you really want it, I can get you. We'll one. talk. Okay. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got some stuff to show off. Um, first, I will just I'll just throw this out because it's not Transformers related. This is Astrobots number two came out last week. You gotta settle uh, so, down with these Astrobots. It's it's a it's a fun story. It's it's interesting. I'm 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 enjoying this. So this is issue two. Uh, Simon Fur, uh, you know Simon Furman. He's a you know longtime Transformers writer. I really enjoyed his story. So I'm I'm checking this out. I'm going to continue. See how it goes. So mm-hmm. there you go. Check out Astrobots. Uh, I also did the. I went to the fan showing, so I also got the Optimus Primal poster and the Maximal patch. Also, did not see any of the Optimus Prime versions of this poster anywhere, so I, I don't know if they exist. <laughs> I don't know if any if anyone got them, but yeah, uh, they were uh, the po- the Optimus Primal poster is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all supposed to go to Canada and got stuck in customs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, uh, before my daughter, uh, the week before my daughter's last day of school, which was last week, she came home and was like, dad, I got something for you from school. And she just randomly, they were giving out rise of the beast posters oh, nice. at wow. her school. Holy cow. That's and she so got one cool. for me. So thank you, Jaylee. We're trying to indoctrinate <laughs> the kids. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. I was like, "Why? Why did they give oh, you? No. Why did they give you a Transformers poster?" She's like, "I don't know. They just had them, and I, I knew you liked Transformers, so I got one oh, for no. you." <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. Good um, stuff. Also, uh, I went back to my local Target and saw some things there. So uh, previously, I had said I'd gotten the Origin Jazz, and I got another Origin Jazz. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> was upside wow. down i got another origin jazz now i got one for daryl and one for me and i canceled my pre-order my pre-order never showed up i don't know what happened i, I pre-ordered these at target they showed up on the shelves at target at my local target before the pre-order even bothered to ship so i don't know but i got them so daryl got you an origin jazz so thank you there you go uh okay now I got something to show, um, and this relates to our um, our uh, transforming pop culture because my son has a 3D printer, 
And I was like, hey, I texted my son. I was like, hey, can you print this model for me? And he said, sure, Dad. And he did it. So this is a awesome. much smaller version of the Optimus Primal head. You can see nice. That's so it's, cool. it's very cool. Um, it took about, it took about a day, it took about 28 hours for this to print. Uh, and, you know, I could, I could watch it and, you know, it was, it was a very long process, but it came out really nice. Yeah. Uh, looks really good. It prints the stand as well. Yes. The stand was a separate model. So it printed the stand separately and, uh, and the, 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 it has a little, little hole on the bottom and it fits right in. So there you go. That's awesome. Cool. Are you going to wow. paint it? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm not too good with painting. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's but, just silver. I mean, yeah, you, you can just silver paint. Silver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you screw it up, just have them print it again. <laughs> this time and you can see the colored filament. You can yeah. see the maximal symbol on the, uh, on the stand. It's a That's really nice cool. looking print. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really clean. Yeah, my my son my son really has gotten into the 3D printing. He got it a couple of years ago uh, for a summer project, and has just been doing lots of cool stuff with it. So he was happy to show off how 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 he could uh, print this for me. So also, and that that's not the only thing. He also printed the little Optimus Primal figure. Nice. Oh, so. cool. So and and the this this print this actually like it it was much quicker to print this little figure and it prints it the way it prints it it's printed like lying down and the way it's the way it's uh, it's printed is so all the all the little individual pieces are interlocking so there's no actual like no assembly yeah there's no assembly everything is printed already interlocking so there like you don't have to clip these together it's just printed that way so cool what is the transform? Really neat. <laughs> Does not transform, unfortunately. Oh. Oh, that's really cool. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's something nice. You could just have like hanging on something around your desk or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A keychain or a Christmas ornament or something. Yeah. There you go. Keychain. Key. Yeah. Keychain. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I just I just thought it was really cool how it could print the individual pieces all interlocked together. So that's I I did not I did not con- consider that for three D printing that that was possible but yeah it's cool you got to think in four D <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is all the stuff I got this week and yeah I'm uh, I'm in the same camp with DJ Ronan having a um, having a three D printed uh, those models so very cool. All right. Well, that's all we got for Trips to the Store this week. So we are going to move on to convention news. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Uh, In convention news this week, we have some news from the Tokyo Toy Show. Uh, They showed off some legacy figures. uh, Beast Wars again. Masterpiece, Rise of the Beasts, and uh, some other stuff. So, uh, the Beast Wars again, I believe, is their what they're calling their two packs, and I did check, and Hasbro Pulse is bringing those over. They don't have that newer one we talked about, but they have the previous ones that have been released. So check out Hasbro Pulse. Um, 
But they, they showed off their Optimus Primal and Megatron, uh, Rhinox and Scorponok and Cheetor and Wasp and Waspinator sets. So uh, pretty cool things there. They also showed off the, leg- the Legacy Titan class Nemesis and the Armada Optimus Prime. Uh, they showed off the um, the um, the master the MPG Raiden figure and um, masterpiece hoist. Uh, they showed off the that last part of the Raiden figure, the cane. They showed off the stupid cannon transformer, <laughs> but this one is a little bit cooler because it's the Nemesis Prime version. Um. They had a, a, a Rise of the Beast, which they're calling Beast Awakening, uh, Clear Red Cheetor. They have a Studio Series Rhinox, and uh, this is Awakening uh, Change Armor Set Scourge, uh, Scourge and Scorpionok. So that's probably like some of those other add-ons that we've been seeing lately. Uh, they also did show off that Lunar Cruiser Prime that we talked about a couple weeks ago. So uh, lots of Cool stuff on the Takara side. Some we're never going to see on the state side, like the red Cheetor. Um, that's something that they've, they've never brought over, you know, those variants. But um, some really cool stuff over there. Um, we'll have links to all of that. And um, they also have some future stuff on the Masterpiece line that they brought up that um, they're waiting on uh, the Porsche license. Uh, they're, they're waiting for Porsche to get, give the green light for Masterpiece stuff. So everyone that's wanting a Masterpiece Jazz, or I guess now it's a Masterpiece Mirage, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants that. You know, we're wait, they're waiting on Porsche. Uh, they showed off images. Oh, the um, of someone from TFW uh was at talking with someone and asked us and he they they showed the rep pictures of the masterpiece cliff jumper and the car guy said he couldn't comment um future releases or future reissues of like mp44 and hound are on the table uh and future masterpiece mg mpgs will not stay at the the 30 centimeter size um so i'm I'm guessing smaller. Uh, and then what is says, what is MPG? Is that the combined it's the train the, bot? It's the trains. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they said higher ups are preventing the discussion of when to finish up the G one masterpiece figures. And then they also confirmed masterpiece Rhinox, but did not have any information other than that. So that's really cool information directly from someone in that works for Takara. So. Um, Lots of good stuff coming out of the Tokyo Toy Show. The next thing we have, um, it, it was a week for TFCon this last week. Uh, TFCon Orlando, uh, due to recent laws in Florida, and we are not a politics podcast, but, I mean, it's just the reality of what we're living with today. Um, TFCon originally changed their health and safety guidelines, and you're seeing the current one here. Originally, they had changed it and i have this tweet here to say that due to florida state law cross-dressing is not permitted as part of the cosplay contest or at the convention obviously 
that heavily impacts cosplay as well as any LGBTQ plus people at the convention. Um, and through, through some discussion and stuff, they eventually settled on, uh, thinking it's not going to break any laws and they have changed it to this, what I have uh, up now, which is that, um, just that they don't, they don't believe that cosplay of any sort is going to break any Florida state law. And if there's any LGBTQ plus, uh, people that were planning on going to TFCon Orlando and now are, deciding that they don't feel safe and they don't want to, they can email tfconusa at gmail.com and request a refund. So um, just lots of stuff about this. That is just none of this was, you know, when they, when they scheduled TFCon Orlando, uh, you know, these laws weren't even in discussion. So a lot has happened between when things were scheduled and when they are now announced. But then also we have here a Jack Lawrence IDW artist that is going to be going there uh, has a list of people on this Twitter um, about other him and other people that are going to have tables and stuff that are offering safe safe places if if you are feeling threatened or uh, you know just need need some help or anything. You can go to his table or other tables. We have a, a link here in the show notes, and they they will be able to help you. You know, offer you a safe place. And um, is so that, Jack that, still going? Yeah, well, he's saying it was too late in the you know for him to cancel plans and stuff. Oh, okay. so so he's still planning on going. I know Casey Collar is also going. So, and he's also said that he, his table is a safe place as well. So. Um, good to see, like, on the artist side, lo lots of people are kind of coming together here. And, and yeah. then the, the last thing I wanted to mention here was TFCon did, throughout this whole mess, change their handle. handle. Originally, it was TFCon Tweets, and they changed it to TFCon Tweet. Someone took TFCon Tweets, and they also apparently already had the TFCon handle and was using it to kind of parody and blast tfcon uh I, i've seen now that both of those other accounts are gone but mm -hmm. tfcon's official twitter account is now tfcon official so huh. which i i think is better than tfcon tweets anyway yeah so it, it's been a week for tfcon uh for the orlando show and hopefully there are going to be no incidents at the show um you know hopefully everything goes well but this is in october that the convention is so who knows what's going to happen between now and then so this story about the, the health and safety policy actually got picked up by the Mary Sue site and they were talking, they had written an article about it and they're a, they're a much larger oh, pop yeah. culture, sh um, you know, news uh, outlet. And um, this is gaining some, some traction. Uh, um, I don't, uh, um, I'm glad that they made their, their changes that they did. Um and, and I mean, we've had discussions about this, you know, uh, and, and I remember, and I actually talked with uh, Andrew Griffith about it a little bit, uh, when I was, when I met him up, uh, up with him last week, but, uh, TFCon, uh, booked this convention years ago, um, 
because I mean, I don't know whether we've talked to Colin about it, but uh, you know, on the air, but uh, they have um, they have to book these hotels well in advance of when the convention happens, and um, you can't predict when stupid crap like this is going to happen. Um, and this is already a makeup date from the COVID cancellation. Exactly right. So yeah, that was that was March 2020. So yeah, yeah. So we're already, you know, we're already three years, uh, you know, after the fact, and I, I think it originally, it sounds like it originally was TFCon trying to kind of like cover their asses because they don't want to get any any trouble because it's everyone who runs it is Canadian. Right. right. They don't want to get they don't want to get in trouble in the States, especially in Florida of any, uh, you know, and so. Well, if you look at cosplay in general, how many of like what a large percentage of cosplayers is generally females cosplaying as male characters, especially in the Transformers world. Sure. And it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, it's the, where we are, but it's ridiculous to you know, think that that's going to be a problem, but you know, it, it could be. Yeah. 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 It's like, and where's the line drawn? Like, you know, I've dressed as a female version of Starscream before. Like if I was in Florida, would I be arrested for that? You know, like, it's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, like, where's the line stop? Like if I wear pants, like, will I be arrested? You know what I mean? Like, do I have to like wear a skirt? Like it's the 1950s again. Like it's just really, um, it's pretty terrifying, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the point of these laws is to make the, like they write them so that they're vague enough that they can just use them to intimidate the people they want to intimidate. I mean, mm-hmm. I did, I, I looked into like some of the, just, I looked at the, one of the Florida news sites about what the, what the law actually says. And it is like, it's written to say, that adult performances cannot be uh, shown to like minors cannot be sh- come to adult performances and adult performances are defined as like any uh, showing, I think that like s- synthetic genitalia or something like, or, and, or, or real genitalia and is exposed or whatever. So it's not, it's written to be very vague. It's not saying specifically we're against drag shows, but it, it, I mean, but that's the intent in the law. Um, and so, I mean, I think what, what is an adult performance is, can be a very broad, you know, category. And, um, I think that's what probably scared the TFCon organizers. Cause like, okay, the cosplay contest, you know, people are, are showing off their costumes. Is that a performance is, you know, what is, what, how do you interpret that? Um, I, my personal opinion was like, it's not a performance. It's, you know, this is, we're, we're at a con, people are just dressing up. It's not like this is a show that people are going to see performers do things. So it doesn't seem like that's the right category. So hopefully that means, that you know and, and i mean i hope that means no one's coming looking to arrest people that you know just seems really ridiculous but uh but it, but i think that's i mean i i think definitely the tfcon and, and colin they're in a, they're in a tough spot because they don't they don't want anyone to get you know hurt or harassed or anything but they you know they also don't want they don't want anyone to get arrested so they they're they're trying to kind of you know split the difference 
Um, I do think involved in an international incident. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I do think, I mean, the, I think the way this, the way this got people got people's attention was it did like, they did kind of change the policy on the website and like not mention anything. So I think that's kind of like, okay, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to make a change like this, I think you should like say, Hey, here's what we were thinking. Here's why we made this change. It just to put just to make a change on the website and then not say anything about it. That's why people were like, "Hey, what's going on? What is this? Yeah. Why are you doing this?" And but um, um, there also needs to be cons- some consultation with, yeah, particularly the cosplaying community, yeah, uh, you know, before the decision is made. And it seems like they did that after the fact, and you know yeah. that's where we are now. But yeah, it, it's the communication wasn't the best. Yeah. But I mean, I do, I do appreciate that they did quick. Like after they, after they heard from people, they were quickly like, "Okay, we we made a we made a mistake here. Let's change it." And and uh, you know, but and also affirm that we're supporting people, you know, and supporting the, the LGBTQ plus community and everything. So I I do think I do you know commend them for that. And, and I think I, I think also offering refunds for people who want refunds, I think is a, is also the right thing to do. I mean, I, I think it's hard. It's it's they can't really cancel the show at this point. This that also affects everyone who's who is still going and and doesn't want to you know has committed funds for airfare and other things that they can't really get back if they if they were going to leave. So you know you still got to go on with the show. But I think what they I mean I would like to see them make a definitive statement to say that they won't do another TFCon in, in Florida until these laws change. I mean, I think yeah. that would be, that would be something that would mm-hmm. be a good policy for them to have going forward. Or just in any place that has these laws. Yeah. I mean, and this, you know, this, I know uh, this is, this is quote unquote political, but this makes me think of the, like there, there's an old joke where it says there's, there's two genders, men and political. There's two races, <laughs> white and political. There's two mm-hmm. sexualities, straight and political. I mean, mm-hmm. you're politicizing people's identities and what they are. I mean, you know, I'm I'm going to be black every day. So I, if if that makes me political, and I guess I'm political, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, you can't you can't say you know people don't have a right to exist if you if you talk about their existence. That's getting political. I mean, right? Agree. You know, <laughs> agree. So, yeah, I mean, so, and yeah, this Tari, I mean, and if I can say one more, (laughs) one more rant, um, (laughs) this is, I mean, this, this playbook, we've seen this over and over and over again. This is, I mean, now we're targeting trans people. We're, you know, just in particular, but this, we've done this targeting, you know, gay people 20 years ago with uh, gay marriage and everything. This is the same playbook. You know, this was uh, this was used to divide people. And 50 years ago, it was interracial marriage and, and, you know, race and civil rights movement in general. That's, you know, it's it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the exact same playbook. They're doing the exact same things. And, uh, you know, we should all be tired of it and we should recognize it for what it is. I mean, this is just, you know, just trying to use bigotry as a political wedge to, you know, to gain power. That's all that it is. I mean. So, you know, don't fall for it. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Florida's not getting any of my money, like none of my tourism money. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I full disclosure, I did just go to, to Universal Studios last month, but uh, you know, was... I didn't give, I didn't give Ron DeSantis any money, but yeah. you know, yeah, I, but I did. <laughs> again, that was probably scheduled well before the laws yeah. were in place, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it... Well, you, you know what I know? I can, I can safely say that TFCon is happening in July here in Canada. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. None of that shit happens here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. <laughs> but Canada has it's not against the law. Canada has not against the law with certain yeah. groups. But yeah, yeah, there's there's some issues here, but it's not against the law. So I mean, but, you can yeah. be you here, and if somebody comes up and talks to you, then come and find me, and we'll. You know, I'll gather a mob and we'll go and uh, and do some things to them. Wait Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What? Too far? <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're not at. We're we we affirm the rights of all people. You know, we are we, but we do not we do not advocate violence. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. You can well, defend I yourself. I was, I was going to sit yourself, them down. Do not assemble a mob to, to get anybody. No. I was going to. I was going to forcibly sit them down and read them a story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what what I am hoping that would happen with uh, TFCon Orlando with people is just that uh, people on the whole will be on the lookout and looking out for. Other people, if you see, you know, any kind of harassment, mm. you know, try to help, try to, um, you know, call out the harassment, get the convention organizers, help the people that are being harassed and, you know, just show yeah. that, you know, as a whole, that the community is welcoming and, you know, accepting of other people. So, yeah. Yeah, and just make sure if you go to TFCon Orlando, like, watch each other's backs. Because, like, I've even had incidents at the other TFCons, like, in L- the one in L.A. I had a few incidents and that, you know. So just, like, be careful. Like, you know, just, um, you know, make sure that you're, you know, practice safety, mm-hmm. you know. Because even though, like, you know, a convention should be a safe space, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. So, yeah. What I'm hearing Practice is that you, the have, buddy system. you have to come to the Canadian convention. Yep. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Steve, yes. Exactly. I'm just you're, saying. It's if you're all, American, all this... you come to the Canadian convention, your money goes further, too. Yeah. That's right. It's like, a, it's at like 40% right now. It's ridiculous. Wow. So, I mean, it's just, it's all this evidence all points to one spot, and it's just, you got to do it. You got to come up here. Oh, yeah. You did say I needed to double check the prices for everything because when I looked, I was looking in USD. Okay. I need to do that again. Maybe yeah. I can make this happen. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is everything for convention news. We've, we've said all that needs to be said on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that'll take us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. So uh, thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, Of course, uh, if you are watching now, tune in to Alt Mode, where we will do a full review of Rise of the Beasts. So that's coming in a couple of days. 
Uh, hope everyone's gotten a chance to see it uh, and you know you'll check out our thoughts uh, we will give them to you and then come back on Monday for our live stream where we get your thoughts and the uh, thoughts of uh, some of our special guests so all that good stuff coming up very soon and Apollo thank you again for coming back and joining us this week uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find some of your stuff online Thank you. No, thanks for having me. So I am back into drawing art again. I had taken a hiatus for like a year and I'm back. So I am back on Twitter and I am back on Instagram at RoboApollo. I do have commissions open. So if you'd like to get one, you can look at my commission info on both those sites. And um, I'm also involved on the Transmissions Discord server. That's a really fun safe community where you can talk with other transformer fans and i've really enjoyed that the most of the whole online experience in the transformers fandom (laughs) so thanks again for having me on that's high praise thanks Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right yeah you can go to our discord at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord and that's where you can sign up and yeah you everyone is open it's open everyone no uh you know no you, you, if you are a Donatron, you get access to some special places, but uh, if you're not, there's plenty of channels there where you can chat with uh, with like-minded Transformers fans. So come join special us. Special places. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> channels. Yeah, and, and we have a, a nice spoiler channel for the movie stuff, so people have been really good about keeping spoilers out of the general channels. And yep. So if you don't want to <laughs> see them, you don't have to see them. Yep. All right. Well, uh, before we, uh, as at the end of every episode of Transmissions, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So that's why we give them a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to DemonTech82 and John Forks-Levengood. You guys are awesome. We really appreciate it. I see what you did there. You switched it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, change your <laughs> I'm always, I'm always, I'm always choosing. Yep. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.